You're listening to the Fat Bidin Podcast with me, Aizil, and I'm assuming Zan Azli. Hi. This week, boat people. Boat people. Row your boat ashore. Row, row, row your boat. Okay. <laughs> News? What's that? That thing you you do? The thing that I do? Yeah. Like on a daily basis? Yeah. As a profession? Yes. Uh. <laughs> I think one of the big things... <laughs> one of the big things... Okay, lah, no, lah, let's talk about it like normal. Lah. This, yeah, uh, we are talking about it like normal. This... Uh, <laughs> the boat people? Yeah. There was there was the thousand... Thousands something. of people. Uh. Uh, so, uh, 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 first, at Langkawi, right? First at Langkawi, there, there was there was like a thousand plus people who landed ashore, right? Yeah. Uh, the 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 Rohingyas, right? Uh, Rohingya, a, no S. Rohingya. Yeah. Rohingya. Uh, they, it's a mix actually. Of Bangladeshis and uh, Rohingya and Rohingyas. The the Bangladeshis are economically oppressed, mm-hmm. and the Rohingyas are uh, straight up going through a crisis, lah. Like a they consider the the most persecuted people in the world. Yep. Uh, and now they're saying there's a they they estimate about like eight thousand plus people stranded at sea. Yeah, stranded at sea. I mean, we've I seen the photographs. I mean, if you're following the news, you see all the photographs, uh, you know, and the video footage of all these people in the boat in mm. the middle of the sea, hungry. Some yeah. were overboard, being helped back onto the boat. Yeah. yeah so looks quite bad, lah. A couple thousand also arrived in Aceh, Indonesia. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, like, how are we gonna? What are we supposed to do? Uh? We're supposed to help them, uh? <laughs> Are we? I don't know. Do we help people in need? Is that is that what what is that what we're supposed but, to do? But why are they in need? Okay, wait, wait. they are. Why are they on the boat? They're running away from their country. Okay. From wherever they have, they come from, uh. Okay. Because they're being persecuted there. We all know the Rohingyas. Uh, is okay, like you said, the most persecuted people in the world in Myanmar, the Myanmar government, mm. uh, do not acknowledge them as a race, do mm. not acknowledge them as citizens. Uh, they are considered stateless, and there is a civil war going on in their state. Uh, I mean, you know, in the Rohingya state, the, the Rakhine, Rakhine, Rakhine state, state, right? Yeah. yeah, so so a lot of them have uh, there's a big exodus uh, of yeah. these refugees running away. We have about uh, what 100 over thousand. In Malaysia itself, right? Documented, undocumented, registered with the UNHCR, but they all considered illegal immigrants because Malaysia is not a signatory of that convention, right? Yeah. Uh, so they all considered uh, illegal immigrants, but those registered with UNHCR, kind of you know, get to stay here before they get placement into another country. Yeah. Yeah. Who will take them in? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this has been going on for many many decades. I think as long as I have been alive. Uh. Oh, is it? Yeah, that it's long, been that long. Uh, it's been going on uh, for very long. Uh, every now and then, when something big happens, like a couple of thousand washes ashore, yeah. you know, people start giving it attention. And then people forget again. 
and then another couple of thousand start coming ashore, and people forget, get, or maybe some big explosion happens in their in their homeland, mm. and people pay attention and they forget again. But this know? is happening within our region. Why is it that people don't don't care? Man? You know why? Why? We have this apathy. Okay. You know, built into our society. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't even acknowledge yeah, like you were saying, we don't acknowledge refugees. Yes, we don't acknowledge refugees. The the, the, the existence of refugees. Yep. So they uh when you find an undocumented uh migrant, no matter what reason they are undocumented, they are sent to immigration to be deported, right? Yep. So it's it's even you think about it, it's like a scary hell that they're in of getting out of it of the Getting out of the place that they want, uh, they're being persecuted, mm-hmm. uh, and like starving to get their way to another another land, another another place. Yep. And then they just get sent back. Yeah. To repeat the cycle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I've, I've, I mean, I have done stories on the on these Rohingyas and these refugees before, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. They come into Malaysia, they stay here, they get caught, they get deported. They come back here again to join whoever family members they have that are here who were not deported. They get caught, they get sent back again. It's like this circle. Mm. Crazy. Okay. Um, anyway, to build some context, uh-huh. I think. Uh, uh, we we, we haven't <laughs> built any context yet? No, no, not yet. Okay, to build some context behind this, uh, what, what's going on, uh, say like the Rohingya stuff and everything, we got the help of Klang Member of Parliament. Ah, okay. Uh, Client member of parliament uh. Charles Santiago Yeah okay So uh, he is also The chairperson for the ASEAN parliamentarians for human rights Okay And they They actually recently Came back from uh, uh, They actually recently did A fact finding uh, Went on a fact finding mission Now, now this, this association thing right Yeah uh, It consists of Representatives from all the ASEAN countries uh? Yes uh, And he's the chair He's the chair of Yeah it's okay. it's member of Member of parliaments? Yep. Parliament, uh, parliament, parliamentarians. From these different countries? In ASEAN, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah lah. You're here. This is... This is what he says, sir. This is what he says, lah. Well, clearly the ASEAN parliamentarian uh, human rights have been uh, raising this alarm for quite some time now. Uh, and uh, I think a month and a half ago, there was a delegation of uh, MPs from... Uh, uh, Southeast Asia, of course, ASEAN, and also with people from uh, uh, the U.S. who are familiar with uh, genocide uh, indexes and so on and so forth. So when they, they visited, they had a five-day visit um, to Myanmar, and they spoke to NGOs, they spoke to different uh, people, uh, and so on and so forth, and they came out with the conclusion that um, that the Muslims, including Iranians, are... Uh, a source of uh, uh, targeted for attack, a targeted uh, attack by people close to government, people close to the army, uh, and people close to its, uh, generals and so on and so forth. Um, they also noted that um, you know the issue of uh, citizenship, the denial of citizenship. Yeah. People, uh, any, any country will have citizenship. They've been staying there for 60 years, 70 years, 80 years. Um, and they've been there for much longer than that. But people that they interviewed have stayed there for a very long time. But they're not considered citizens of the country. Uh, and also, these people are kept in uh, IDPs or 
reservation camps if you want, internal displaced camps if you want, where their food supplies, where all the food is only given to them, but that's about all that they have. No health care, the soldiers come in, rape the women, take them out, and never seen again to that. Yeah, so anyway, I, like, you notice like ASEAN, like as a community, like okay, it's so, like you were saying 8,000 8, plus people, it's a lot of people, right? Standard at sea right now. Sorry? Standard at sea right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of people. Yep. And uh, the uh, ASEAN is, a, I, I don't know, if it's too much for one country, like, a lot of statements coming out right now are saying that oh, it's too many people for uh, Malaysia one, to uh, handle. Right, right. But Malaysia is also the chair of ASEAN this year. So right? they have veto power. Not veto power. Thailand, uh, you take but, 2,000. Indonesia, you take another 2,000. <laughs> no, nah, but like, like you would expect that ASEAN would come together. Right? Yeah. But this is a regional problem. But they just keep, they've just they been quiet. They've been pretty quiet. I think yeah. there was supposed to be a meeting between uh, foreign ministers of all the countries, but uh-huh. nothing really came out from that. I, don't, I never hear anything from that. Lah. Yeah. So I asked uh, Charles Santiago yeah. what he thinks the... Uh, what... what, what what ASEAN is what to do. role does ASEAN have? Yeah, ASEAN has yet to step up and uh, actually make a decision. Uh, what What are your thoughts on that? Actually, ASEAN has made a decision, except the decision is uh, uh, to maintain status quo, uh, which is strictly ignore the plight of uh, the both people as we refer to them, um, and you know essentially they're saying, look, we don't want you on our, our shores. Uh, we are willing to give you food. We are willing to give you the pay or boats for you. But that's all about that's all about what we can do for you. Whether you live or you die or you drown or you capsize isn't really our problem. Though. Now this is uh, this is a lot of problems attached to this uh, because we talk uh, about ASEAN as a community of people. Uh, we talk about ASEAN or ASEAN leaders profess that um, ASEAN is a sharing and uh, a caring and a sharing community. Uh, one is people-centered. The Malaysian Prime Minister says under his watch, uh, he wants ASEAN to be a people-centered organization. Well, I think there's a short-term and a medium and a long-term solution. The short-term solution is to save them. Uh, is to provide uh, temporary protection, temporary protection, uh, temporary humanitarian protection, which means that they have to be given food, uh, you know, uh, all the stuff that they need to produce themselves, reproduce themselves, food, water, healthcare, whatever else they need on the on the on the land, on land, not on the boat. Um, so they need they need to be protected. Like there's a lot of uh, uh, different estimates right now, lah. But uh, it's in the thousands. Who can how how can we handle that that amount number that big number? No, but look at Malaysia. Malaysia has got altogether six thousand six million migrant workers. Uh, of the 6 million migrant workers, uh, 2.4 are documented, and the remaining 4, mi- 4 million are undocumented. So how are we dealing with 4 million uh, undocumented migrant workers? We are talking, and we are not saying they should be integrated into Malaysia, though. I'm not saying that. But you see, for a lot of these undocumented migrant workers have already been uh, integrated into Malaysian society. Some of them are even married to Malaysians. So all I'm saying is, you need to support, provide them support, get the UN process in place, meaning the UN will come in and they will differentiate between, you know, the opportunistic uh, uh, migrants and then the, the refugees and so on and so forth, and begin the phase out, meaning send them back or send them to third countries which is willing to accept them. 
I think what we must recognize is that these people are fleeing persecution. That's what I think we are, are misunderstanding. They are not coming here to find jobs. Uh, uh, although trafficking is part of the process as well, yes. But they are, they are fleeing traffic, they are fleeing, fleeing, fleeing uh, rape, they are fleeing away from you know, places where their houses are burnt, where their husband and wives are shot dead, where they have no food to eat, no health care. And uh, they are not even citizens in their own country. So they are uh, what you call people who are facing genocide if you want. So, so I think it's only fair uh, if ASEAN considers itself uh, you know, uh, uh, a community of people committed to sharing and caring, then you must, uh, you must protect the most vulnerable. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Like, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of issues that, that, that affect this, yeah. this problem. Mm-hmm. It's happening now. Yep. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of factors. Okay, so it's a human rights issue. Yes. An immigration problem. Yes. Right. It's about um, who's got enough money to uh, help these people. Mm-hmm. And that I mean the option is to turn these people. I mean like turn your backs on these people. Right now they are turning their backs on these people. Uh. Yeah. Give cup. Give them some food. Yeah. Water. Go back out. Yeah. They don't know where to go. Yeah. Right. Okay. I have this problem. Okay. Everybody is concentrating on this immediate crisis. Yeah. Okay. But immediate crisis like this, it happens. You know. Every once in a while, something big happens. Like I said just now, something big happens. Everybody pays attention. Yeah. And when people pay attention, they look at it, and they see this. This one problem, you know. And then they try to find a solution to solve this one problem. Has anybody ever spoken or raised the issue about the cause of this problem that has been going on for decades? What's the cause? The Myanmar people, the Myanmar authorities, the Myanmar government is persecuting these people. And has anybody come up to say, let's go into Myanmar, well... Not going into Myanmar, but yeah. go to Myanmar yeah. and say, "Look, you are the root of this problem. Solve it." Yeah, but that's that's the problem. ASEAN has this uh, non-interference thing. Non-interference uh. problem. Uh, non-interference policy, where it's considered. Uh, what well, can they change that? No, they, it's supposed to be like how they are, how they run their their the. Can they change that? that? That's that's. I guess know, because I, it's affecting. It's affecting the entire region, right? Yeah, I guess I guess it could, but like this, this, what's the problem with uh, all these human rights issues? You know, that peop- it doesn't get the attention that it deserves, or like uh, it doesn't get the attention of the public or the masses, because it doesn't affect them personally. It's like okay, uh, other people, uh, got going through these kind of problems. Let them let them go through these problems, lah. I don't it doesn't affect me. Uh-huh. But the problem is It does And you have to wait Until it, it, it becomes Such a big issue That it spills over to your Like, like right now It spills yeah. over to your shores Literally Okay With, uh, with everybody Like, like, like uh, Trying to run away from there And like this. Everybody's trying to run away And, and They're not having to Come to your country And like Malaysia has like a uh, A bad Attitude towards uh, uh, what, what people call illegal immigrants, uh. 
Like even though They don't realise like Oh these are people in trouble Yep So like Now Now And To be honest If you want to know right I think a lot of people In Malaysia Don't even know about this Rohingya crisis Really? Even though it's in the region Right In our own region And a lot of them are here Right Malaysians don't even know That this is going on And or Even care That it's happening Yeah you know, it's really uh, interesting. I mean, like, okay, because Rohingyans are, are uh, comment, like, typically Muslim, right? Yeah. Uh, they're Rohingya Muslim. Uh, like, like, they're, they're Muslims. And uh, I realize, I mean, in Malaysia, there's a lot of uh, must help other Muslims kind of uh, attitude, right? Like, the whole Palestine issue. Yeah. Where everybody's trying to lend support to... But they don't want to help the Rohingyas. Yeah, these are Muslim brothers. Who are genetically probably the closer to us. Yeah. Then... <laughs> then those Arabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are like, you know, wrong skin colour. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very sad lah. I think about it, like, thousands of people in, at sea just... Starving like that. But... Uh, a lot of people... Recently in the news A lot of people have come together And said like Oh screw it Government don't want to do We all go out and Go out and help Go out and help Yeah, yeah. They want to go out and find the Find the boats Have you done? Have anybody gone up to do it? I'm not too sure I think I think No but The thing <coughs> is they, they, they face if, how, how are they going to help? Get right? a boat <laughs> Right uh, Go but, over But Okay and then Give food <coughs> Give food Give food that's it Because they can't bring them back yeah, because if they bring it in, you will be abetting. Yeah, like human smuggling, tra- trafficking, human yeah. trafficking. Yeah. So, but there is a there is a there is you know a convention that Malaysia is part of. We are supposed to protect children. We are supposed to protect women. Yeah. So these are children and women who are in trouble, and there is also a maritime uh, rule or law, you know, or understanding. Where you have to help people in trouble at sea, mm. and there is something called uh, what harbor, is it port, or harbor of security, or, or, or something like that, safe harbor, something like that. If you find somebody in need in at sea, mm. you know, so we're going against all of that because yeah. we don't want to be seen as if we are opening our gates to refugees. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you know. Uh, okay, yesterday I was interviewed by the BBC. Okay. Right to talk about this Rohingya issue. Were you interviewed by the BBC? I didn't know. Yeah, I was interviewed by the BBC. Yeah. Uh, talk about this Rohingya issue, uh, and one of the questions that the BBC uh, anchor, it was a live interview, asked me was, "Is are the people of Malaysia pressuring the government to help these people?" Mm. Right. I mean, from what I see and what I observe, I think a lot of people are. Yeah. You know, they are concerned And they want the government to do something So they are pressuring And that's why the government has been responding The Prime Minister has responded You know, uh, so uh, uh, Certain people in the government have, have responded They said they're concerned But they stopped short at saying what they're going to do Yeah You know uh, So I don't know To me it's going to be interesting to see Because like, like we've mentioned before Malaysia is the chair of ASEAN yeah. You know, and being the chair of ASEAN, I'm sure they have certain privileges, uh, right? Mm. And I want to see what they're going to do this year 
with this being such a major issue right now, such a major global issue. Yeah, but don't tell me want to wait, wait around until they get together again. Like, hey guys, we have another summit, but by the time I think already, already too late, already lah. Yeah. Okay. See, if we going back to ASEAN, right? The issue is, uh, Malaysia has a has a bit more responsibility. I mean, like the burden is a bit heavier on Malaysia because they were the ones who were lobbying for 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 Myanmar's inclusion to ASEAN right by in the late 90s I think okay and then um, I think in 2011 2012 was when uh, Myanmar or Burma Burma hmm. was op- is open it was opening up its uh, doors to uh, op- opening its uh, economy to the world right yeah and this year, uh, I don't know whether you've been covering lah, but like there's a lot of talk on the ASEAN Economic Committee, mm. right? Yeah. The AEC, but the thing is, AEC, the AEC is part of a bigger uh, blueprint, which is the the ASEAN Community lah. Okay. So there's the uh, it's supposed to be three pillars, which is the uh, Economic Committee. Uh, I think it's like political or security uh, kind of thing issue and then there's also a third one which is the socio-cultural community which is which covers like uh, uh, like social rights and social justice in ASEAN which all the countries are supposed to ad- adhere to but all you're, li- you're hearing about right is the AEC which is the the business lah because uh, Myanmar has like a um, it's considered like untapped potential like that lah they got a lot of uh, uh, natural resources they got, they got a lot of uh, Yeah Natural resources mm. Manpower And uh, And that Non-interference policy We were talking about earlier It's kind of like 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 Very It's not Fully defined It's not defined Properly Because you want to talk about Like oh Their uh, Their That slow genocide of uh, Rohingya Is Is Internal problems, internal issue that we won't talk about, okay? We should be covered in the socio-cultural community blueprint, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then the AEC, hmm. which requires all countries to adhere to a, a specific checklist, like oh, you must have this, you must have that before you be a part of the ASEAN economic community, right? Is that not interference? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a form of interference. I mean, like like making sure everybody follows. Yep. So it's just this one element that you should just include in only lah. Yeah. So how I, difficult is that, right? Yeah. So I asked uh, Charles Santiago lah. Huh. What this? This what he has to say. Sure. Well, I think um, I think basically um, ASEAN businessmen and governments feel that uh, that Myanmar is uh, is a source of lots of resources. Uh, there are lots of natural resources in that country, uh, and. Uh, and it's time to take advantage of them. Uh, meaning, it's time to go in, take you know your gold, your coal, uh, peak, uh, and whatever else that they, that's available there. Right. That's right. So ASEAN is taking advantage of that. The Europeans are doing it, doing that. The Americans are doing that, and so on and so forth. Uh, but I think what they don't recognize is, or what people don't recognize is, that. Uh, even businessmen uh, who are going there have problems because the country lacks a lot of infrastructure. Uh, not only uh, uh, physical infrastructure, but also, uh, what do you call it, uh, legal infrastructure. 
that's that's another story. Uh, but coming back to the question, uh, Burma is seen as an investment opportunity for the whole of Southeast Asia. In fact, lots of uh, um, Myanmar uh, money is kept in the in Singapore. Lots of Myanmar uh, businesses are also uh, run out of Singapore. Um, so you find lots of countries uh, um, really benefiting from uh, opening up of uh, so-called opening up of, uh, of, of of Myanmar. But I think the the other issue that we are all caught with is the issue of non-interference. Our governments feel that they should not interfere in the internal affairs of another country. Um, but that's how ASEAN has structured its relationship with each other. But if you look at it, it's only in the area of civil, political, and economic rights that uh, the non-interference is exercised. Uh, the idea of a non-interference is exercised. But not when it comes to, uh, what do you call it, uh, civil and political rights. So in the case of the uh, Rohingya, Malaysia doesn't want to say much. Singapore doesn't want to say much, simply because uh, they think, oh, it's a general matter of another country. But when it comes to business, they have lots of dealing. The interference issue doesn't arise. But when it comes to something like Rohingya, then everybody invokes it for, for, for many reasons. One is they don't want, to, uh, the, in this case, Myanmar to point the finger at Malaysia or Singapore or, another, or Cambodia for the matter. Um, but I think we have to move away from that. If ASEAN wants to be a community of, uh, of countries dedicated to promoting the interests of its people, then that they should need to, they need to abandon. They need to abandon the idea of non-interference. We can do it for business and investment. You also can do it for people's rights. Sorry, like, for me, it's very sad, lah. This, this, the whole situation feels like you don't, you don't like. Is, 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 is their money worth uh, closing one eye to their the persecution of of a group of people? Not even recognize them as a race, that that the race, that the, the ethnicity, it's not even listed in. Looks like it, lah. The the list of recognized. I I think I think, I think this episode is going to be quite bleak, a yeah. bleak episode, yeah. because uh I think I think give it a couple of days, yeah. give it a week or two, yeah. people's going to forget. People's just going to forget this, you know, yeah. probably some. Country will probably interview, bring them in. Mm. Maybe even Malaysia might cave. Yeah. You know? Bring them in and help these people. Right? Yeah. But that's a short term. Or or maybe they just end up going back. You know? And taking their risk going back. I don't know. But these are the chances yeah. of what will happen. Yeah. You know? And then, when it's all over, in a week or two, everybody's going to forget again. People are going to stop talking about the Rohingya. Yeah. People are going to stop talking about all these human rights. Persecution and all that We're going to stop talking about Myanmar yeah. You know The ASEAN summits will start going on as usual Without any mention of all of this I mean this is what I'm predicting uh. yeah. You know I mean I've seen how Last time uh, There was a boat capsized in Banting yeah. Right In the middle of the night When they heard that there was a capsized boat The news covered it Everybody started flocking to news To find out more about the incident yeah. They found out it was illegal immigrants Indonesians yeah. Boom Audience went down, rating went down on the news. Numbers went down. I saw it. Oh, crazy. You know? la. So it, it's like that. La. We don't care. La. Yeah. Yeah. No, because, okay, I, I went for one uh, Suhakam, right? Suranjaya 
hak asasi manusia. Mm-hmm. Okay. They they were having a talk and we were talking about human uh, recognizing refugees, and it was it was it was uh, sad for me to 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 watch one of the commissioners right, like trying to explain, in a way that will, uh, make people take action. You know, mm. and it was talking about how, uh, it was it was it was angling it in a way where, <coughs> oh, uh, just it's their human. It, I mean, obviously, you want to think about like like empathy and like like oh, this these are their these are their rights, right? But uh, empathizing with them for not getting what they deserve as humans. <coughs> but she was forced to to angle it in a way where like oh yeah, see if you don't provide them this kind of uh, 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 basic needs, then uh, if they fall sick, they don't get uh, medicine the medicine they need, and then uh, it will uh, they they have they bring in. Uh, diseases that uh, will affect your your community, but your no, family, uh, everything. Just anybody who comes in will get screened. No, I'll say if like they just generally get sick of something <laughs> like that lah. But basically, like, what I'm saying is that it has to be angled in a way that scares you of like how it affects me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Huh. Well, oh, it is. I don't want these illegal immigrants to affect me. You know, uh, so it's tiring lah. Yeah, you see, for a country to also accept refugees, yeah, it's not as easy as just saying, "Okay, we're going to accept refugees now." Yeah, it involves money. Not only does it involve money, it involves policies being set in place to deal with the refugees coming in. Mm. That's what people are worried of right now. There are no policies, so how is it going to affect you and me, locals? You know, citizens of this country, you know, we don't know because there are no policies in place. There needs to be certain st- a certain structure to deal with refugees if we are to accept refugees, and we don't have that. Yeah. You know, if Malaysia starts entertaining the fact that we might ac- accept these refugees before even declaring that they will accept refugees, you need to have maybe set up a commission or whatever to study, you know, and come up with a, with with a framework of how we will deal with with, with refugees if they do come in. You know, then it might put people more at ease. Yeah. It might change the perception of people as well. Yeah. You know, but it all depends on whether we want to entertain that thought, lah. Okay, lah. Yeah, we'll see what happens, lah. If, if if it's worth talking about, we might talk about it again, lah. Mm. In a future episode. Yeah. We'll continue watching what happens, lah. Monitoring it. Yeah, you've been listening to the Fabian podcast. Wait, 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 this has been brought to you by. This episode was brought to you by. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay lah. <laughs> you've been listening to. You've been listening to the Fabian podcast with me, Aizil, and I'm assuming Zanazli. Uh, you can find more of our stuff at uh, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube. Uh, Facebook everything slash Fatbidin lah yep. or if you want it all just go to fatbidin.com yes okay bye bye